0: Well, hey there, I wanted to do somewhat of a continuation from last week's episode on dealing with a bad boss, not so much to talk about it more. Instead, I want to pull an episode out of the archives to share with you again, because it was a while ago, and I think it might help if you're dealing with a situation like what I discussed in the last episode. This was an interview that I did last year with a paralegal who gave us some great strategies for dealing with stress. The tips she shared were not elaborate or time-consuming. They were simple, practical things that you can do every day to reduce your stress levels. She's a single mother of three, works as a freelance paralegal, and she understands it's not always feasible to set aside an hour for a session of restorative yoga. Even if you're not currently stressed out, you're going to want to listen to this because some of these simple things that Heather talks about can help you Make sure that you're keeping stress in check. All right, here you go. Hi there. You're listening to the Paralegals on Fire podcast show where you'll be getting tips and actionable strategies that you can use right now to fast track your paralegal career. I'm your host, Ann Pearson, former paralegal and paralegal manager who left big law in the concrete jungle to start my own company, the Paralegal Bootcamp, where we give online courses that help paralegals make more money, increase their job security, and cut out the learning curve. All right, let's jump right into today's episode. Well, I've got a great show for you today a fellow paralegal is joining us to talk about something that's bigger than just learn a new paralegal skill. We're gonna be talking about why you should put some time into self-care. Now, there are a bunch of podcasts out there that talk about self-care all day long, but today we're gonna be talking about it specifically as it relates to paralegals. My guest today is Heather Gonzalez. Heather is a mother of three and is self-employed as a freelance certified paralegal. She's also a certified nutritionist, 500 hour yoga teacher, wellness coach, personal trainer, master herbalist, and has most recently become a mindfulness coach. I don't know how she finds the time. She believes wholeheartedly in the art and practice of self care. Her self care journey began almost 12 years ago with a weight loss of over 120 pounds and has recently published her first book on Kindle titled Release. The Guide to Releasing Weight That Doesn't Want to Let Go of You. And yeah, I'll be putting a link to that in the show notes. Her passion and mission are to help others find and live their best quality of life. And today, she's going to help you do just that. Thank you so much for being on the show, Heather.
1: Thank you so much for having me, Anne. I'm so excited.
0: Well, what an amazing self-care journey you've been on. Can you tell me a little bit about that journey and why, in your opinion, self-care is so important?
1: You know, I've really put a lot of thought into why self-care is so important. And I think overall, it's because life is unscripted. I mean, things happen in our lives that we don't expect. People do things that we don't expect. And sometimes our plans just don't come out the way that we initially intended.
0: Were you on an airplane where you had like some airplane instructions and you had to secure your mask, you know, some type of accident or turbulence?
1: They had, we were on an airplane on flight and we had one of the most entertaining flight attendants. And she was talking about how, you know, in the case of emergency, we always want to put our own oxygen mask on first before assisting others and i've heard it mentioned several times after that but when she said it it just really resonated with me because that is so much of life when we aren't taking care of ourselves and we're pulled to the max in all these different directions and we can't we can't do anything for other people because we're an empty cup we have to fill our own cup to be able to give fully
0: so you put together a list that i saw that had 5 different forms of self-care. And a couple of them surprised me because I think most people, when they think self-care, it's, you know, spiritual or just spiritual or just mindfulness. But can you tell me a little bit about those five forms of self-care?
1: Sure. Um, So we have the financial self-care that can be an act of consciously spending and saving, being aware of our debt and income, and then making purchases that are both beneficial and necessary. Then we have mental self-care that can be accepting help and therapy or support groups if wanted or needed, and even processing with loved ones and friends that we trust. Then we also have spiritual self-care that can be finding something that speaks to our soul, like organized religion, maybe spiritual practice. It can even be meditation um, that can take place, both seated or even moving. We can volunteer our time to a cause that we believe in. And that can also fuel our soul while changing someone else's life. There's so many ways to honor our spiritual practice. We have physical self-care and that can be moving daily, even going for a walk, participating in sports, organized or otherwise, yoga, lifting weights, any physical movement to allow your body to do what it's designed to do. Also eating in a way that makes the most sense for your body. And by eating whole, unprocessed, real foods as often as possible. These are the foods that our cells and our bodies can recognize, and they help us live our healthiest lives. And finally, we have loving and honoring our whole self. You are so important in this world and to so many people. Even if no one tells you this today, you are valuable beyond measure, and your very presence here brings value to the world.
0: Well, that's great. Thank you. I, You know, financial self-care, I wouldn't have thought was going to be on there. So that was a nice little surprise. But so can I ask, just out of curiosity, how do you meditate when you're moving? Like I remember well, you, you said something about <laughs> seated seated or even moving. How did What would that look like?:
1: Well, I went through a period of my life where I was definitely not able to sit down and do meditation. I was so wired all the time. I had all these things going on, and I was kind of like functioning from a place of stress and just constantly just running on adrenaline. So I designed a program where my meditation became running. So what I would do is I would get on the treadmill. I know the treadmill sounds boring, but for me, the treadmill was great because I don't have any other distractions. I could just run. I didn't have to watch out for other people or animals or anything that was going on. And I would just put on a couple music videos or something on YouTube that I wanted to watch. I would just start running and I would zone out. And that literally became my meditation program.
0: Oh, okay. I see. I like that. So then I kind of do that when I go on walks as well. Yes, that's
1: the best. And then you can kind
0: of zone out, listen to
1: nature sounds and just really be in the moment. And that's just really what meditation is about is being in the moment. You know, as my self-care journey began, I started seeing how self-care really is not what I imagined it to be. I would see people on Instagram and on YouTube, and you know their self care practice was getting up at five o'clock in the morning, and having a green smoothie, and doing yoga, meditation, going for walks on the beach, and all these things. And that for me was not realistic. I was basically a single parent to three children. Like I said, I had a full time job. That was not something that was going to work for me, and was definitely not realistic. So I started looking at ways where I could really take care of myself in a way that made sense. So looking at, for example, financial self-care, which I had not thought of prior to this. So financial self-care for me was, I always felt like I never had you know, an excess of money. I felt like everything was really tight, even though I had a really good job. And I just started sitting down and paying attention to my finances and looking at things that I needed to purchase and things that maybe I didn't, um, ways that I could cut out things without feeling deprived. And I just started doing that. And then I started looking at the fact that for me, having cleaning the house every couple of days was a self care practice for me because I function better when things are organized and they feel better. You know, when I get up in the morning and I see my house is clean and just things like that, just little things that can really make a difference that we don't necessarily think of as self-care, but they can absolutely be part of our self-care practice.
0: I never thought about it like that, but I do feel better when my house is organized and clean. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. All right. So how do you think specifically for paralegals, like why is it so important for paralegals in particular to practice self-care?
1: I think it is so important because as paralegals, we deal with a lot of high stress, high emotion jobs that we're doing. For example, in my particular world right now, I'm just doing the freelance paralegal. So I can take the jobs that I want to take, the ones that make sense. I can bid them. I have a lot more flexibility with what I'm doing, being self-employed, but I never know what I'm walking into. Every job is, (laughs) there's a lot of stress behind every job. If I'm doing a debt consolidation meeting with someone to explain the process or things like that, it's just, you know, people are stressed out. There's so much stress in the world right now. People are very reactive, especially when dealing with finance. And I think it kind of carries over into most aspects of law. We're dealing with these high stress, you know, court cases, just all these different things, not to mention trying to get ourselves organized, getting our paperwork organized. But when I walk into a job, I just don't ever know what is waiting for me.
0: Yeah, it can be stressful. And I can imagine the listeners who are maybe thinking that's what their day is, even if they work for a law firm, especially they go in and they never know what's going to be thrown at them (laughs) that day. That's so true. So, well, not everyone, especially paralegals, has time for these you know, elaborate self care routines or rituals mm-hmm. that have, you know, that are out there. Like you said, you know, maybe you can't do an hour meditation when you first wake up and go for a walk on the beach. So mm-hmm. you put together a checklist for us, and we won't have time to go through them all. We'll put that in the show notes. But can you kind of talk a little briefly about a few of the things on the list? Cause you divide, I see that you divided the list by daily things weekly things, monthly, and then yearly. Could you talk about a couple of things that the listeners could do on a daily and weekly basis, like starting today? Sure.
1: Um, One thing that I practiced often, and it is just can take less than like five minutes, is taking deep belly breaths. And it sounds like such a simple thing, but by taking a deep belly breath where you are breathing in through your nose, letting your belly expand, And then when you exhale, breathing out through your nose and letting your exhale breath be longer than your inhale breath, that can actually slow down your nervous system. So when you're in a high stress situation or you don't want to necessarily be reactive to something that's going on, you can just take a couple minutes to just do the deep belly breaths. And that essentially will Physically slow down your nervous system. So that's a huge thing that I use pretty much every time before I go into a job. Also, another thing is witnessing, taking the time to, when you feel reactive or you feel that anger setting in or you feel upset setting in, just taking a second to just witness the feeling. And you're allowed to have a minute. You know, if somebody comes at you and they're like, you know, guns, guns, hot, you know, (laughs) yelling at you, upset with you, things like that. You're allowed to take a minute before you respond. And that's a part of self-care too. And you are absolutely allowed to take a second before you respond to someone and just center yourself because we have so much more power when we take a moment to respond to someone instead of reacting to someone. And that can change the outcome completely when you're dealing with people.
0: I like that. What can we do weekly? Is there something we could do, put on our calendar on a weekly basis for self-care?
1: What I've been really doing when I first started my company, I was just so busy and I just got done with school. I was ready to start this company. I was so excited because, you know, within a couple months I was getting job offers and just all these things were coming up. So I wanted to just take everything and I just started just overwhelming myself and everything just started becoming work related. Everything started becoming work. So something that I did for myself was to have family time once a week. So every week, no matter what, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, whenever I have two older boys that are 24 and 22, and then I have a 12 year old. So whenever we can all get together one day a week, that is our family day. I make sure I don't schedule any jobs. I make sure I schedule that as one of the most important things I do. And just having that family day and going and having fun with the kids and not thinking about work and not worrying about things and just being in the moment with them and getting to enjoy that time. That's been everything. And that's what I do once a week, no matter what, no matter how busy I am, that is a priority.
0: I like that. That is something that we all should do. So I'm I'm looking at the list here and don't worry, we'll put it in the show notes for everybody The self-care quick reference sheet. I love the title. <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> so one of the things that's on here is choose a date night or a day with yourself. Yes. I like yes. that.
1: I don't think many of us do that. I definitely have made that also a priority on my calendar. One day a week, I will have a date with myself. So if that means you know, I actually, I have a gym at home, so I make sure that I'm taking care of myself, exercising, fitting it in where I can. So obviously it's convenient to have it at the house, but I also need that social aspect. So where I live, I'm pretty isolated. I live in a forest and you know, this beautiful area where it's just nature all around, but I don't have a lot of interaction with people except for when I work. So one thing that I've really made a priority is once a week, I will actually go to the physical gym that is in another city away from me. And I will make that my date time. And I will just put on my headphones and zone out and work out. And then when I'm done, you know, I'll talk to people and kind of get that social piece. But that's something that, that I've found that's a really important piece of self-care for me.
0: And I think all of these things could really help, you know, whether you're a freelance paralegal or you're working in a law firm, um, you know, dealing with attorneys and upset clients all day. So the list that you would put together, the five things, there's the financial self-care, mental self-care, spiritual self-care, physical self-care and then loving and honoring your whole self. I, I love that. So Heather, can you tell us after we start doing those five things and start looking at those daily, weekly, monthly things, what kind of changes can we expect and how soon, like how much, when are we going to start feeling better?
1: Well, they say that it takes 21 days to form a habit. So I would say by 21 days, you would probably be more conscious of the change. But by doing things like the deep belly breaths, that's immediate change that has been scientifically proven to slow down your nervous system. So that's something you can practice and receive the benefit from immediately. Um, Meditation is something that you can receive the benefits from quickly. After you form that habit, You will be more aware of your reactions, definitely feeling a big difference. And obviously, that's just going to become more and more intense over time. You're going to experience all the benefits so much more as time goes on. But the fact that you can just experience these immediate benefits just by the breathing and meditation, I mean, I think that's amazing to be able to get results
0: so fast. I agree. I agree. All right, paralegals. So it's time for some self-care. Like I said, we're going to put these links below. We'll put um, Heather's Kindle book if you're interested in that. And we'll have that self-care quick reference sheet for you. And there's just there's a bunch of things on there that you can be doing. And so, well, Heather, thank you so much for joining me today.
1: Thank you so much, Anne. It was so fun. I appreciate this experience. This is amazing.
0: Great. We'll talk soon. All right, that's it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed today's show, hit the subscribe button in whatever platform you're listening. And please take a quick minute and leave a review of the podcast and share this episode with just one colleague or friend who you think would benefit from what we discussed today. Share the knowledge and the entire paralegal profession elevates. See you next week. Bye for now.